Welcome everybody to Biscuits and Groovy. My name is Tyler. Yep, and I'm Alex. And this week we listened to a bunch of Noah Gunderson. Noah, In fact, all of it. Noah Gunderson. Yeah. Uh, what, what is it? Is that name just invoke a rustic slang. cowboy? Some, yeah, some definitely southern. rustic. Okay, rustic cowboy yeah. slang. I guess we'll see if he lives up to that. Um, yeah, let's 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 find out. As as a group, let's all figure it out. What's the first song, Alex? The first. It's a live one, right? You said it is a live. One? I picked a live one. Um, the current state of things. Um, 2008 played it in 2008 too on the brand new world album, but I picked a live at the triple door, which is from what version? Year? Same thing, that both from 2008. Okay, okay, cool. Yeah, yeah.
So why did you choose the live one? Um, I thought the pickup was better. There's a larger dynamic. Okay. Um, than in the regular song, I kind of compared the two, yeah. and that was. I think it's a good mark of a of an artist that at least understands why you do live and why you do recordings, like like you, they, that you can do them differently, and what what works in which setting. In my mind, like yeah, dynamics is a huge one that you can you can really mess with live, and I think that's a cool. Um, yeah, I I guess I wouldn't. No, because I don't remember the the studio version, how it sounds, but I'll, I'll check it out after this. But yeah, I dug it. Um, what did you like about the song? Um, yeah, it's just, I think it was a good dynamic range. It kind of showed off its folkiness, because I think that's going to be kind of a reoccurring um, discussion point that we're going to talk about is how to genre, how to genreize yeah. this guy in a genre. Yeah, because, like, so I I uh, chose him. I, I heard about him. Let's see, how do I say this? I first heard his music on one of my favorite series, Sons of Anarchy. He's got like f- three or four songs throughout the series. Cool. Um, and all very folky. And so that was my, I don't ever listen to his folky stuff. And then you get to like album four or something like that. And it's like a lot more processed electronic sound. Sure. And I chose, I chose one from that album. Um, but I, I, I was like shocked. I was like, oh my gosh, this is such a weird genre jump. But um, or genre jump. I don't know how genre, you genre to jump. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I I think we will talk about that a lot about how much he stays within a certain genre and the the small steps he takes out of it, like wh- whether those are good decisions or bad decisions. Sure. Out of the out of the folk indie genre, the singer songwriter, kind of like nostalgic. Uh, what was me? Like it's a very sad songs. Most of them have a sad feeling to them. Yeah. I think the violin helps that as well. I, I really like the violin in this, yeah. this song a lot. And that's his sister, which I think is really cool too. That is cool. That is very cool. Yeah. Um, good introduction. Looks like he's a, um, what did it say? Born in Olympia, Washington, but they moved to... Seattle? Yes. Yeah, and he, he kind of went to Seattle to do his... So I could, it definitely kind of a Seattle kind of vibe. Yeah, here. oh, for sure. I, th- I think you can't deny that his music is shaped by... The Northwest Seattle scene. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's keep going then. Mm-hmm. Um, your song's next. Uh, this one's Garden from mm-hmm. Family. Be another sad, folky one. Lots of guitar and I think some violin. So Cool. We'll check it out. Bangs coming down. They're taking all our hard-earned pay. Lord, give But he takes I pay our debts But work's getting hard to find These are hard times And I built this house With my own two hands Now they're gonna take it five All of our children are growing up way too fast in these hard times. 
Two songs fit pretty well together. Sure. Um, I really, I really like um, his ability to write a melody as like the most logical path of notes. Like to me, I, I, I feel like when I listen to that that chorus, um, you know, do 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 do. It's like very little movement. Yeah. But he just knows the right ones to hit, um, to make everything just fit nice. Like a, like a nice. It's like when you eat Thanksgiving dinner. And everything just kind of meshes together in your belly. You know, cool. you get some gravy and it just binds everything together. Some mac and cheese, potatoes. Okay. Boom. It's like, uh, yeah, all the, the guitar, the violin, it all just fits right together. Oh, cool. That's what I, that's what I uh, gathered from that one. And also, I think his lyrics are cool. Um, I do like, like his lyrics, yeah. Yeah, the, like the, uh, just that line. What's the, the first one in the chorus? Um, wait, oh, wait, see how the morning breaks. It's the simplest of love songs, but it's all our hearts can take. I think that's a very, very uh, heartfelt. I, I feel a lot of emotion in that, and I think that's. I like it. I don't know. You can't say much more than you. Just, you like it or you don't. In my opinion. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's a niche. I would say. Kind of. Uh, we're gonna get into it later. The last song, the fifth song. I. I. My. My. My last, last song um, has Phoebe Bridgers in it. And I think that's really. Oh, really? Good. Um, I feel like it's a really good. That's a good comparison. Yeah, they could play. They could play some shows together. I'm sure they have. Well, if not, they should have. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think so. If she's coming on a song with him, I'm assuming they're playing some stuff together. But, um, yeah, he's a cool. He's a. He seems. He seems like a cool enough guy. I mean, obviously, I don't know him, but yeah, from what I've seen lives, he seems like a nice enough dude. Um, he's got his nice, nice glasses, nice thick rimmed hipster glasses for sure. Looking great. Looking fitting apart. Looking great. Um, I showed it to one of my, I showed the some of the songs to one of my friends this week, and she's like, "I like him, but I feel like I didn't listen to him when I was depressed." I'm like, yeah, I feel that. Yeah, sad, sad music for sure. Yes. As I say, the Midwest kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, if you're if you're from uh, Wisconsin and Ohio and Kansas, you probably like this because uh-huh. you're depressed all the time. From yeah, being from those. But places. then also Oregon and Seattle, right? That's true. Yeah, it's very cloudy and. Gloomy. Yeah, this is like the less angry version. This is the kind of stuff Kurt Cobain would write if he wasn't so yes. mad. Yeah, for sure. If he, if he didn't die. This guy's less less angry than Kurt Cobain. Yeah. But yeah, Noah Gunderson. So let's keep cruising. Uh, this one, I, this next one might be my favorite. I, I think so. This is probably one of my favorites. This is one of the ones that I've known for for a long time. Okay. It's not on the show, Sons of Anarchy, but um, it's from the album like two of the other ones are from. And I think I think this uh, this is Ledges, right? This album, yeah. And so, what year is this? Ten fourteen. So yeah, I think this is probably his strongest album overall. Like when I was just going through, like there were like four or five in there that I was like, these are bangers. These are just great. Bangers, well written bangers. Bangers, baby. Well, this one's called First Defeat, and I want to say this 
is his most popular. Okay. It's got a great dynamic range. I know that coming into yeah. it, like when he gets, he kind of gets a little bit shouty at some point, And I'm like, I love it. Mm. I'm feeling the anger. Well, let's play it. the first defeat that cuts you to your bones knocks you off your feet you discover that home is not a person or place but a feeling you can't get back then the second you to the floor leaves you stuttering what the hell was that for takes you by surprise like the bullet you never saw coming this will be the last See what I mean there with that, like that kind of shoutiness on like the word. Yeah, you, you've got a lot of nerve. I think it's yeah, it's like it's a cool grit that he adds to his voice when he when it's necessary. And I think that I mean you could tell whoever whoever he wrote that about. She's a wicked woman. Wicked woman, dude. We all need yeah. There's always wicked women in our life. We wrote a song called Wicked Women. Well, mm-hmm. I guess Rude named it a Wicked Wicked we, Women. Yeah, Wicked Women. And I think you brought it up. Brought the uh, yes. Brought the riff up at least. Yeah, very cool, swingy, yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, like I said, his lyrics to me they they make me like think about what, what the experiences that he's singing about. That's that's I think that's a mark of a good songwriter is when they make you think 
who who could this be about or is it actually about a person or is it about an experience that he's personifying like if if they can describe something well enough that it makes me think like oh who's that in my life or what is that in my life that's when you come across to your audience i think that's a great mark yeah yeah right that meaningful stuff be good meaningful stuff for sure it's so. tough it's tough to do that i mean i think i think uh until you've really tried to write a song that gets to people and and like you know actually written something put it out in the public and listen to the feedback you might think you're a really good songwriter yeah and then like you're like you're like well, what's this even about you're like oh crap i missed my mark you know what i mean like i i was writing as well as i could and then it's it's a tough thing to achieve that I think yeah the most people will think well yeah it sounds like the guy's at least been through enough to where he's got some yeah maybe that's the key you gotta live a weird enough life that you've got enough ammunition to write something about yeah and maybe that's the thing most people aren't willing to enough emotion in your life yeah most people aren't willing to spend a night on the streets I guess so I mean hopefully he hasn't spent a night on the streets but you know you I'm sure. Know. I'm sure there has been times. That's what I. What I was reading there. Like he left home at 18 to go be a songwriter. So I don't yeah. imagine there's at least been a night or two on a, on a floor or on the street or something or in a car. I guess that's true. Yeah, it's very true. I guess. I mean, yeah, I'd assume. I, 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 I could go with that. Well, either way, let's go. Let's say that's a story. Let's just, let's just assume that he's actually a badass. And, yeah, listen, and, 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 and he only uh, sleeps in Tempur-Pedic Gets in bar beds. fights all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. He's always yeah. He doesn't he's have his own house, but sure. he, yeah. he just sleeps at other girls' yeah. places every exactly. night. Exactly. Writes a song the next morning. Hey, record this real quick, bitch. Yeah, that's what he says. <laughs> Jeez. That's funny. All right, well, let's keep cruising. Yeah, I think, um, I think yeah, why not? Because that was Ledges in 2014. Yeah. So this is, this is bangers. to me, between there and, and this one, is when you get the new sound for a while. Okay. Um, oh, we, what, what we skip we skip carry the ghost yeah carry the ghost i think is one of the ones I, I remember there's two two albums um yes carry the ghost and maybe not maybe it's just the one let's see well maybe make sure i'm not talking out of my arse um so white noise maybe it's just white noise but um but i chose one on white noise right yes and that, yeah and so yeah this is one like the first four or five songs in here I was like oh my gosh and like it, the rest of the album is like that too but there's so much more electronic and synthetic noise which I'm I'm all about like maybe this is kind of the, the let's get a good comparison chance. yeah um, so you picked number one hit of the summer Fade Out which I wonder if there's a fade a non-fade out version should we look to see if it's on the B-sides nope it's not so why would you put why would you why would you put that as as a, like an alternate title or a second title. Yeah. Um. Well, if you look at the, let's. I think the lyrics will explain. Okay, it. I'll talk about it after. Okay. Okay. Wait.
Yeah, very cool. So yeah, you can fade out. Yeah. That was good. Yeah, you know, it wasn't as electronic as. Yeah, the other one there, there as I thought of it, like as I was playing, I was like, eh, I kind of over overhyped it. The first, the ones before that, um, what are they called? Let's see, um, heavy metals and the sound, and after all, all three of the first ones are way more than that. But but still, you get the difference of like the the guitar, the electric guitar and the bass taking a much more upfront place than what we've heard so far. Yes. Um and. I would say faster. Okay. Faster tempos sure. in general. Um, but I, I think uh, that that song is more straightforward lyrically. I would say like less um, ambiguous. And I kind of like it for that just just because a lot of his other stuff has been so mopey. Sure. That's been, this has been more like, no, like, I mean, yeah, know, no that, <laughs> yeah, the whole thing is basically just a big middle finger to like the music industry, like. Being uh, the industry where if you want to su- succeed, you got to write the number one hit of the summer, and like if and if you don't, then you ain't gonna get like played, right. kind of a thing. You're you're never gonna hit it big, and it's like that's not really what music is about as as a in, as a whole. Like you know, there are lots. Of, that's great to be able to do that, and that's a great skill to have to write hits. But like, I think that's kind of what he's saying to me is, why do we care so much about this one facet of music, and why is it that so much just determines your success? In the music industry, sure, yeah, interesting, interesting thought and idea. I like, I mean, I like the song. I like the song a lot. Um, it was cool. Yeah, it yeah. Was, the, it bass, the bass, kind of drives it. Yeah. I like that. Well, I like the guitar too. Yeah, the, the, guitar, yeah, the guitar sounds great. There's some cool tremolo and stuff like that that he does with it. Um, His voice, like I said, he definitely took a little um, back seat. Yeah. Um, so, do we know if he's playing the guitar on that one, the electric um, guitar? I watched a live version that I really liked a lot. I couldn't find it on any um, like album, but is it some? Uh, the radio station called like K-I-N-K okay. yeah it's on yeah if you look up he's wearing these, these weird like Ozzy Osbourne glasses it's kind of funny looking but um, but yeah so he's playing acoustic his sister's actually playing violin as well and singing with him and then there's a drummer a bassist and a guitarist um, and yeah I, I and on that version actually the bassist is, is even more driving it like his bass is turned way up and his tone is like just perfect and it's really just like just rolling the whole time cool. Way cool, yeah. The bass sounds great on that one. Bass is cool. Bass is very cool, man. Bass is the, bass is the coolest, in my I opinion. Mean, I can dig. I get off on bass and drums. That's for sure. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, I like the guitar a lot, obviously. Oh, for sure. But see, like, oh yeah, good. See, I feel good like bass. I feel like uh, maybe uh, next time I start a band, it's gonna be bass, guitar, drums, saxophone, and slide guitar to get the that's every, it. Get everybody just yeah. That'd be cool. <laughs> just vibing. I'd be I'd be down. <laughs> I'd be very down to only play slide, like only play in, oh, I got to, I don't know what key it is, but, um, what Dave Mach or Ralph Macchio and, um, when he plays with Steve, Steve Vai, Vai yeah, in on the that crossroads, movie. but yeah. when he plays, he plays slide, um, on his telly and I'm like, yeah, I okay, cool. whatever, whatever key he's playing in, I'll figure okay. it out. Okay. We'll just we'll play like, only songs in that key. Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. yeah. Well, that's, that's cool stuff. But anyway, um, Killer plus the sound is the next song. Um, so I wonder if this is this plus the sound. Killer plus the sound. It's a single. This is the one with Phoebe Bridgers. So what do you, what do you mean? Like, I wonder. What do you, what are you, what are you wondering? Because, um, well, 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 hold on. Wasn't there a song called The Sound on this, on White Noise? Is oh, the, yeah, there was. Is that crazy? Yeah. Okay. So let's let's listen to it and you tell me. Yeah. I think I'll remember the sound. Um, came out as a single in 2018. Hmm. So, um... Yeah, Abby Gunderson. That's gonna be his sister. Yeah. Yeah. So it's Phoebe Rogers, Noah, and Abby.
So as I was listening, I looked into it. The killer or killer is a Phoebe Bridger song. Okay. The sound is the song from. Uh, what was that besides the? Uh, the one we just listened. White to. noise, yeah. Yeah, white noise. So, but but, uh, at least his is very much redone because I know the white noise one is very much synthetic. I liked and, it. Yeah, but I, I like I, I like it a lot. Yeah, um, it's really good. Yeah, both. I mean, makes me want to learn to play their piano. Voice. Makes me want to play piano. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I think I mean. What I think is so cool about it, and maybe it's like some people might call it like pretentious, but like it's kind of like um, imagined by John Lennon, and that it's so simple. You know what I mean? There, there's no flashy. Sure. You, I mean, I'll bet you the vast majority of those notes they're playing are pentatonic scale. I mean, like you know, as like yeah. to play it on the guitar is would be like the simplest melody ever, but it's, it's made for the piano. Like that that range of having a big deep bass notes and these nice right. bright. It just sounds like it's for the piano, and but as far as like the notes you're playing, it's just pentatonic scale stuff. It's very simple, um, but that's what makes it so pretty. It showcases their voice so well. Yeah, really good voices, very beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I, I, it makes me like wonder why they chose those songs because I don't see them like um, content-wise being connected necessarily. Like I didn't, I when I, as I was comparing the lyrics, it's like I don't think either of these are about the same thing in my mind, but. Yeah. You know, maybe that's all point, or maybe they were just like, "No, these are the songs we like." Yeah, maybe, or maybe they happen to be in the same key. That works, maybe, but you could change the key quickly. I don't know. Yeah, same, but that uh, could, but I could see that. I like this, the the tra- the switch is really cool. The oh yeah, really yeah, they, a little more I mean, piano for a second. It, but yeah, yeah, it's very, it's very, cool. very cool. But yeah, I like that song a lot. Um, yeah, groovy, dude. We we're cruising. Yeah, through like Anderson. like I said, it, it, there's there's not much to say, and that's kind of what the whole point is: is that it's so simple. And like I said at the beginning, his melodies are so intuitive yep. that like they pass you by and you're like, oh that was nice but like there was it's not like he's doing these big operatic right. changes or high notes it's like oh it's just sound it fits yeah so it needs to be be done what needs to be said yeah cool well let's go to the last one then and this uh, one's definitely my favorite one of the ones I chose cool. Robin Williams very cool yeah Robin Williams so shout out to Robin yeah which has got to be there when did he die? I was on my mission, so it was 2014. Yeah. I was in my last city. Well, let's listen to Robin Williams.
Nothing lasts forever And every other trope I guess it just depends On how much DMT you smoke When I think of Robin Williams At the end of his rope It makes no difference what you're making The Reaper makes the final joke so I gather my impressions of the universal side and hope that someone's listening to the radio tonight. Though it doesn't really matter with so many come before. And who the hell are we fooling? No one buys records anymore. line alone that that's what got like sold me the reaper makes a final joke that is a dark dark line very dark line well especially the context it almost makes right. you think it's not very humble um or, or like humility kind of ta- tip your hat to robin right williams. it's like uh, it's like it's, it's dark yeah Cause it's like you know you i think about robin williams what does he say i think about robin williams like it uh when i think of, Rob, of robin williams at the end of his rope it makes That's no right. difference what you make. The Reaper makes the final joke. Yeah, yeah. yeah like, and I, what's funny is, like, I'm glad you brought up like when he died because I had forgotten about that. When he died, I remember the the morning. I'm assuming it was the morning after. I was uh, like I said, I was on my mission. I was in the city. I was living in a city called Gluckstadt in northern Germany, and we went to help um, a new member in the ward. Um, they were moving, and. I remember we were like, we were walking to their house and we got like, we got to their house and said hello and we got in their car to go pick up some like furniture from a warehouse that they, they, yeah. they were getting for the new house. And like, we got in the car and they're like, oh, did you hear about Robin Williams? I was like, what? And they're like, he killed himself. I just remember I was like, what? Like, it just blew my mind. Like, the only time I ever had something like that happen before that I remember is like uh, when Michael Jackson died. I was yeah. in the Grand Canyon with some young men. And I remember walking out and they were like, did you hear about Michael Jackson? He died. I was like, what? No way, dude. I didn't believe it. But like this one like was opposite where like immediately I was like, oh my gosh, that just sucks. Like, yeah. And, and I think it sucked because growing up, like he just seemed like such an impervious, happy person. You know what I mean? Like you see him on red carpets and in movies and he just seemed like he was always so happy. Yeah, well, it, it, it's the classic example that uh, you can fake it, right? Um, I mean, maybe this is a more same same idea behind like the Instagram kind of feeds. Sure. Oh, um, yeah. Everything that too. I mean, you remember Megan Phillips, right? Yeah, uh-huh. it's the same idea, right? Yeah, like, looks super happy. Knew. Yeah, very happy Instagram feed, and it's like this wonderful. You know, she's yeah. so happy. She's got it all. Um, so, yeah. And then it's like, whoa, yeah. it comes out of nowhere. But it's like, yeah. wow, she's it's really sad. Robin Williams, obviously. I feel like there's a lot of things that we're adding to it for Robin Williams. And like just everything else too. But getting diagnosed oh. with Parkinson's disease. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah, I can't imagine. But I mean, so I was, for the song before, well, during the, the song before, um, I was reading an interview with him talking about how he got into songwriting. And I think it's kind of pertinent to this. They, He was saying, he's like, yeah, when I was growing up in Seattle, it was before like therapy had become less stigmatized. He's like, and, and I remember dealing with depression all the time and like, it would have been so weird for me as a teenager to go to a therapist. He's like, uh, it was so stigmatized in, in America and in, in where, where in, at least in his mind. Yeah. And like, um, he's like, that, that's what songwriting was. It was I mean, my way to vocalize things that I would have vocalized to a therapist. Right. And he's like, and, and I, through doing that, I learned that if I was to go to therapy, I wasn't looking for an answer to my questions. I was just looking for somebody to listen to them. Right. Like, let, let's like say them and, and tell myself that I was strong enough to say them in, out loud. Um, I think that that's, that's such a cool, I don't know, like it, it really does show how much he cares about his music to me, like to be willing to use it as an outlet for that. Yeah. It's cool. It's a good, it's a good topic. Mm-hmm. Um, Sad, especially for the yeah. style of music he's playing. I think, for sure. but I mean, it makes me think of like how how universal that can be, though. Because I remember when he did the Mastodon episode, and I was watching their interviews and stuff. They said the same thing. They're like, especially like later in their career, Mastodon became this this like box that they could put anything they wanted to in, 
that they needed to get over. Um, like they're, they're talking about like, uh, between, I want to say they're a few albums ago, they, they had a bunch of people around them either get diagnosed with cancer or die from cancer. And they were like, this is just something that everybody deals with, Yeah. but we've had to deal with it right now. And so now we're going to, this album is going to be about our experience with cancer and like how we have come to understand cancer. And it's like, it's so, it's so cool. Like as an audience member, you should go out and, and uh, learn to play an instrument or learn to sing. Cause that you can use that as a way to cope. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's very yeah, definitely. Fun. Once I, once I, once I ever get my a house of my own, I'm going to put a piano in. Oh yeah. Hell yeah. Pianos are cool. Yeah, dude. Pianos are very cool. Love to learn to play a piano. Maybe sure. that'd be on my bucket list here when I graduate. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, dude. I got a teacher for you. I'll, that I'll, was, I'll, yeah. I think so. Yeah. Sick. Let's do it. Um, that was Noah Gunderson. That was Noah Gunderson. It was great. I think we got a good smattering. Good. Okay. We let him talk. We talked a bit. Yeah, definitely talked think, a bit. Yeah. He was. He was a. He's a square, square man. Very, very uh, perfect. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe he's more of a circle man. He's very <laughs> rounded. He's very yeah, well, sure. well rounded. I th- I think his songs are well rounded for sure. Um, he should be proud of them. I would be proud of him if I was yeah. him. Cool guy. But yeah, let's go. Let's jump ahead into the next next week. Okay. Um. Perhaps. Okay. Yeah. Let's just. We'll just. I'll just throw it out there. We're doing borns. Okay. With the slash over the. O. Are they foreign? Do you know, or do they just do it to style, to stylize their name? Um, I think it's just the one dude, but I think it's just to style the name. Okay. It's not like that because because that that's a letter in other countries, like an actual letter they use. Um, we'll have to look it up. I'm not, yeah, I don't. We'll quite, find out. I don't quite know. I'm not as versed in borns as I should be. But, okay. Hey, cool. You know, well, that's that's why we do this. That is why we to do get, become versed in people. Heck yeah. I get yeah. Many, many times people have. have Brought up a band to me, and they're like, "Have you heard of this?" I'm like, "Not only have I heard of them, I've listened to every song, Did and I had heard? to speak about them for an hour." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah. Noah Gunderson, next week's Borns, plan on it. It'll be good. We'll see you guys next week. Okay, bye.